This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Look, if you're looking at a daily cover of Sports Illustrated, you may see one giant leap today. But if you're looking down at your Odyssey app, YouTube, Spotify, wherever podcasts are available, you should see one giant step. And that's exactly what this franchise did. It's Sean Morash. It's Paul Dottino here on One Giant Step, officially here to wish you a Merry Clinchmas and a Happy New Year, Paul Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Looky here, fellow. We're in the postseason. How are you doing? Good morning, Sean. Doing very well. And and I must say, you know, the Giants coaches and players have all year talked about the fan support that this rejuvenated team has received. And I think it was pretty clear through your TV speakers oh. and your radio speakers yesterday. I mean, obviously, over 75,000 plus, very few no-shows. Those folks enjoyed a New Year's Day celebration, one that was so well-deserved for them and also for this particular Giants team. No doubt, Paul. I had tweeted this early on in the game. I said, this is the loudest a giant home crowd has sounded through TV. Obviously, I've been in the building. TV doesn't always tell the story where it is right. louder in the building than TV portrays. But for a Sunday, and you know giant games, Paul, you usually get the drunk, rowdy crowd in a primetime game, maybe that late window, NFCE, something like that, a 425. For a 1 o'clock game, a lot of times that could be the wine and cheese, the celery and carrots crowd. That crowd was rocking off of a New Year's Eve to come in 1 o'clock. LT came out, got the crowd all fired up it sounded so loud and that made me jump out of our seat and you know Paul so many things that were important here right 11 years to the day since the home crowd got to witness the Giants clinch a playoff spot on their own that game versus Dallas Victor Cruz the whole thing Uh, of course 2016 it was somebody else doing the Giants work for them in week 16 to get them in so it's been a long time coming for the MetLife crowd the Giants crowd to experience something like this and then you on top of that You know, a special number that me and you have danced around all year with game picks. The first time since December 22nd, 2019, that a Giants offense scored 30 points in a game. Now they end up 38 because you had the Landon Collins pick six as well. Three years plus since that happened as well. And oh, by the way, may I add a final cherry on top coronation of the Giant quarterback getting chance of DJ, DJ, and then getting taken out a hero salute for the crowd to cheer for him as Tyrod came in. Holy crap. I don't care if that doesn't get bleeped out. What a difference a year makes, Paul. Clinching a playoff spot, the head coach getting a Gatorade bath, and the quarterback who once got booed at Yankee Stadium while throwing out a first pitch is getting a heroic chance and taking out of games. Unbelievable day. 
Any more energy from your side of this conversation is going to short circuit the computer and the internet. Okay. Ah, I'm fired up. <laughs> you know the the uh, the 38 points, the most they'd scored since December 22nd of 19 in Washington when they scored 41. That in itself was was quite an explosion. But I'm glad you brought up the ta- the chance for Daniel Jones because. You know, they gave Eli Manning chance several years ago when he played his last home game against the Miami Dolphins, and that was a very emotional situation. But to be frank with you, uh, Sean, there were a lot of no-shows that day. Yeah. And by the time that game ended – The whole deal, right. Yeah, by the time that game ended and they were chanting for Eli, there there were a number of empty seats. Not yesterday. The chance for Daniel Jones came from a virtual full house. And that's what not only made it reminiscent, but even all the more special, especially since this kid had been beaten up by so many of his critics over the years. I, I, I immediately thought of the significance of it, and I was glad that not only Jones uh, had it brought up to by the media, but some of his teammates addressed it after the game. Yeah, and Paul, look, I, I this is going to get really stupidly personal here for a second. When it comes to the Giants, I don't care how pathetic and idiotic I sound. I'm a blubbering mess, and I get very, you know, emotionally passionate about the Giants. Okay, for me, the Giants are always going to represent the thing when it came to my father and my two sisters. I didn't have any brothers growing up. Like that is the thing we connect on still in our adulthood. Growing right. up, it was the one thing expected from us was. Sundays, we gather on the couch, we go to a game with dad, like that is our thing. I'm lucky enough to still have my dad, he watches all the games with us and everything. So the Giants are just, they've always been this emotional heartbeat inside of me. And yesterday, when Daniel Jones got taken out of this game, and you hear the crowd chanting, and he had just put on this display, I think he should be the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. And you see guys like Dexter Lawrence, Saquon, Sterling Shepard even off of there, Leonard Williams, All of these guys, Andrew Thomas, who have experienced essentially nothing but losing for the most part here since they've all been giants, Julian Love, and all coming to hug that quarterback that so many have been ready to run out of town. To me, that was an emotional moment. That was a moment of we are worthy, Paul. We are worthy of this moment to go to the postseason and that these guys who have known nothing but losing experience what this felt like and seeing a a giant crowd that just wanted nothing more for them to succeed. That was I that was some special stuff yesterday. It really was. I think it was very important for this franchise and for Daniel Jones to have that moment, Sean, because let's face it, we've discussed this before. In terms of quote must win scenarios, Daniel Jones is now three and oh. Yeah. He beat Dallas two years ago in the finale when he had to have it at MetLife Stadium. He he helped beat Washington a couple of weeks ago down in Washington in prime time when most people, again, they didn't understand the math, but it was viewed as a must-win game. It was certainly viewed as a must-win game yesterday in in the home of MetLife, and he came through in flying colors. So, So for that, I thought it was significant because, look, we both know that there were permutations where the Giants could have lost yesterday and still clinched. That would not have nearly carried the weight right. of a convincing thrashing of an inferior team in front of your home fans, and for the first time this season, winning a game by more than one score. Woo! This is the way it was supposed to be. 
Right. And by the way, the things they would have needed to happen didn't happen. So the Giants no, they did not. missed out. Uh, and they might have been on a Sunday night game or something like that versus Philly this week where we all would have been shaking in our boots. That being said. Oh, it would have been. I'm yeah. telling you that right now. They would have been playing Sunday yeah. night at Philly next weekend for the right to get in. Yeah, and this would have felt like a much different week. Now, Paul, with all that, and I've had a lot of, you know, the Cowboy fans texting me, the Eagle fans, the Jet fans, as I'm trying to enjoy myself, stuff rainbow cookies down my fat face and just, you know, <laughs> soak in the new year. And a lot of people, calm down with your tweets about that they beat the stinking Colts. Oh, hold on now. Hold on now. The same Colts who built up that 33 nothing lead on the Vikings, the same Colts who basically were toe-to-toe with the Cowboys for three quarters. It's so funny how... You know, if the Giants would have struggled and won another one-score game, what would the narrative have been? Well, how can you really trust this Giant team? They struggle with the Colts. Now they go blow the doors off a bad opponent like they should. If you're a really good team, you smash a bad opponent. The Giants right. did that, and it's still not good enough for the naysayers and the haters. So I say screw all of you. This is exactly what the Giants had to do. And back to the Daniel Jones point. You know what's great about Daniel Jones, too? You brought up those must-win games, okay? Now we have seen this week versus the Colts. Last week, tough environment, Minnesota, obviously not his fault they lost. He did everything he could to lead the Giants back and win the game. And the week before in Washington, started throwing the ball, you know, when they trusted him more with all of these passes, had a couple of those drop passes, didn't matter. I know Kayvon scored that touchdown. Three weeks in a row, when the going and nitty-gritty got tough, Daniel Jones is the quarterback of the New York Giants, is now playing his best football. And what do you want out as a quarterback? You're going to have all that elite quarterback play. Don't get me wrong. I'd love Patrick Holmes, Josh Allen. But if you have a quarterback that when the going gets tough and the games get more important, they rise and play their best. Boy, who does that sound like? Somebody we were really familiar with before Daniel Jones, too. This is a really good sign the way Daniel Jones has played these last couple of weeks, Paul. Yeah, and and the thing about it is, Sean, he doesn't need validation from the critics outside the building. It is it is those people who work with him, or his teammates, his coaches. Those are the people who, as Coach Dable said yesterday, I've been telling you this all year. He's been showing up. He's been making good decisions. He's been tough. He's been nitty-gritty. He has been a workaholic. Jaquan Barkley tried to tell the media again yesterday after the game. When I get here in the morning, his car's already here. He's the first one here. He's the last one out. The funny part is people are just now recognizing a lot of what the Giants have already seen all season.